Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this week's headlines, a high school in Louisville, Kentucky is being sued for outing a queer teen. Professional ice hockey player Zach Sullivan comes out. Freeform Channel previews its upcoming gay romantic comedy for Valentine's Day, The Thing About Harry. And I recap the 2020 Grammy Awards. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. Professional ice hockey player Zach Sullivan of the Manchester Storm came out as bisexual this past weekend. As the Elite Ice Hockey League held its first official Pride Weekend promoting diversity and inclusivity in the sport, Sullivan took to his social media to share his message. He wrote, I have battled with mental health problems over this issue, and with the support, understanding, and acceptance from my family, friends, and teammates, I finally feel ready to say I'm bisexual. The 25-year-old athlete added that he's never been more proud to wear a jersey before, especially one that celebrates all gender identities and sexualities. The responses on social media were overwhelmingly positive, not only from his fans, but his team, the Elite Ice Hockey League, and more. Ryan Finnerty, head coach for the Manchester Storm, tweeted his support, writing, His strength and courage will inspire the youth of tomorrow. Sullivan told the BBC's Radio Manchester that while his sport is hypermasculine, he realized he had, quote, quite the opportunity with it being the first ever elite ice hockey league pride weekend. He also shared his hope that if he can come out, maybe it will help someone who is going through the same problem, going through the same situation. Congratulations, Zach, on living out loud. The family of a 15-year-old in Louisville, Kentucky, is suing the teen's former private school for expelling her after seeing a photo showing her celebrating her birthday with a rainbow sweater and rainbow birthday cake. The parents of Kayla Kinney are suing private Christian school, Whitefield Academy, for, quote, breach of contract, emotional distress, and defamation. Georgia Connolly, the attorney who filed the lawsuit in Jefferson County Circuit Court, told local news station WDRB they made an assumption about a child's sexual identity based on a birthday cake and a sweatshirt. Connolly shares that while Kayla identifies as LGBTQ, she wasn't openly gay at the time of the expulsion. But Connolly notes the lawsuit isn't about LGBTQ discrimination. She told the news station... This lawsuit is about whether or not the school followed their own rules when they chose to expel Kayla, and they didn't. They skipped a whole bunch of disciplinary steps and went straight to Plan Z in my book, which is expelling a 15-year-old based on a photo. The letter sent to Kayla's parents informing them of the expulsion read in part, quote, The administration has been made aware of a recent picture posted on social media which demonstrates a posture of morality and cultural acceptance contrary 
to that of Whitefield Academy's beliefs. The school went on to state, We made it clear that any promotion, celebration, or any other actions and attitudes that are counter to Whitefield's philosophy would not be tolerated. Once the story attracted national attention, the school issued a statement saying Kayla had previous student violations that were part of the decision to expel her from school. The statement read in part, Inaccurate media reports are circling, stating that the student in question was expelled from our school solely for a social media post. In fact, she has unfortunately violated our student code of conduct numerous times over the past two years. In the fall, we met with the student to give her a final chance to begin to adhere to our code of conduct. Unfortunately, she did not live up to the agreement and therefore has been expelled, end quote. Kayla's lawyer, however, takes issue with the school addressing the conflict with the media, which, by her reading, not only outed the teen, but constitutes a breach of contract. She explained, The school went to the media to defend themselves. They have a privacy policy, a confidentiality policy. That's also in the contract, and they didn't follow it. And that put a child in harm's way. The lawyer notes that while the school is a private religious entity, she said there's no religious exception for defamation, invasion of privacy, intentional infliction of emotional distress. If those things were done, then they're just as liable as a public entity would be, she added. WDRB reports Whitefield Academy has now gone radio silent with the media and has not responded to calls or emails about the lawsuit. The HRC Foundation and the Equality Federation Institute released their sixth annual State Equality Index, SEI, a comprehensive report detailing statewide laws and policies that affect LGBTQ people and their families and assessing how well states are protecting LGBTQ people from discrimination. This year, 17 states and Washington, D.C. achieved the SEI's highest rating, with Maryland joining those in the top category for the first time. Due to the lack of explicit, comprehensive civil rights protections for LGBTQ people at the federal level, the rights of millions of LGBTQ people and their families vary depending on which state they live in. In 30 states, for example, LGBTQ people remain at risk of being fired, evicted, or denied services because of who they are. That fact alone highlights the importance of the top-rated states and Washington, D.C., which have robust LGBTQ non-discrimination laws covering employment, housing, and public accommodations. The State Equality Index evaluates statewide LGBTQ-related legislation and policies in the area of parenting laws and policies, religious refusal and relationship recognition laws, non-discrimination laws and policies, hate crime and criminal justice laws, and other youth-related laws and policies and health and safety laws in each state. The results places states in one of four distinct categories. 17 states and the District of Columbia are in the highest-rated category, which the HRC calls Working Toward Innovative Equality. They include California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, District of Columbia, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Nevada, my state, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, 
Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. Three states are in the next category, titled Solidifying Equality. They include Hawaii, Iowa, and New Hampshire. Two states are in the third category, titled Building Equality, and they are Utah and Wisconsin. The remaining 28 states landed in the lowest-rated category, titled High Priority to Achieve Basic Equality, which indicates a lot of work to be done. That said, however, it's worth noting that a wide swath of Americans support advancing LGBTQ non-discrimination protections at the state and federal level. A recent PRRI survey found that 71% of Americans support LGBTQ non-discrimination laws like the Equality Act. The upcoming road trip romantic comedy, The Thing About Harry, starring out-actor Jake Borelli from Grey's Anatomy, looks like it's going to be uber-adorable. Borelli plays Sam, a funny, neurotic, cute young gay who wields his scathing wit alongside an idealistic worldview. He came out in high school, something that took a lot of courage in his small Missouri town, and was bullied constantly. Nico Turho is Harry, an uncomplicated romantic player who leaves broken hearts in his wake. The thought of commitment scares Harry to death, even though he actually yearns for love, family, and stability. The movie follows the former high school enemies who are forced to drive to a friend's engagement party on Valentine's Day together. Along the way, Sam discovers Harry has since come out, and the two get stuck spending the night at a roadside motel. You see where this is going, right? The cast also features Queer Eyes' Karamo Brown as Paul, a well-put-together pretentious gay man, and Glow's Britt Barron will play Sam's best friend, Stacia. Director Peter Page, who you remember from Queer as Folk, will also play Casey, Sam's kind-hearted roommate. Look for the film's debut on Freeform Network on February 15th. It was a great night for LGBTQ artists and allies at the 62nd Grammy Awards this past weekend. Several out artists picked up awards, including Lil Nas X scored two trophies, one for Best Music Video and another for Best Pop Duo Group Performance for his mega-hit Old Town Road with Billy Ray Cyrus. The country rapper performed the song with all the artists who had been featured on Old Town Road remixes last year, including BTS, Diplo, Mason Ramsey, and Cyrus. Brandy Carlisle, who came out in 2002, took home a Grammy as one of the songwriters of Tanya Tucker's Bring My Flowers Now in the Best Country Song category. She also appeared on the broadcast performing the song with Tucker. DJ Tracy Young made history as the first woman and first out lesbian to win for Best Remixed Recording for her remix of Madonna's I Rise. LGBTQ allies also had major moments throughout the night. Lady Gaga picked up Grammys in two categories, Best Song for Visual Media, I'll Never Love Again, from the A Star Is Born soundtrack, and Best Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media. Billie Eilish won for four big categories, Best New Artist, Album of the Year, Record of the Year, and Song of the Year. Lizzo, the most nominated artist of the night with eight nominations, picked up trophies for Best Pop Solo Performance for Truth Hurts, Best Traditional R&B Performance for Jerome, and Best Urban Contemporary Album for Cause I Love You. 
And there were performances that stole the show. Outsinger Demi Lovato had one of the night's most talked about moments as she delivered a powerful performance of her song, Anyone. The song immediately went to number one on iTunes right after the performance. Pop diva and ally Ariana Grande, who didn't go home with the Grammy, was a knockout, performing a three-song medley of Imagine, Seven Rings, and Thank You Next. Special shout-out to Darian Gallegos, the male dancer in her core, who lived his best life dancing it out in heels and short shorts along with the other dancers. Back in December, as Grande's tour came to an end, he thanked the powers that be for letting him, quote, gender bend the fact out of this and contribute his part for the LGBTQIA plus community. And of course, it wouldn't be an awards show these days without a red carpet and Billy Porter delivering the goods. Billy showed up wearing a blue sequin jumpsuit topped off with a hat with mechanized sequin curtains that opened and closed depending on the drama he saw. But little Nas X also gave him a run for the money, serving up a hot pink Versace cowboy suit complete with a double choker harness. The House of Versace shared with the press that this stunning outfit took 700 hours to make by hand. And speaking of Mr. Porter, Sesame Street has announced that the Pose star will soon make a guest appearance during season 51 of the iconic children's show, and the haters are already outraged. Sesame Street posted photos of Porter posing on the show's set with the caption, An Iconic Day with an Iconic Person. Another post showed Porter in his famous Oscars tuxedo dress with the caption, Billy Porter bringing those fierce vibes to Sesame Street. The vast majority of comments on social media were positive along the lines of, quote, if I had seen someone like you on TV when I was that age, coming out would have been so much easier and happier. But there were also some less than supportive comments like, disgusting, Sicko degenerates peddling their sickness to innocent children. But LGBTQ-supported people clapped back. They weren't having it. One commenter wrote on Facebook, If you see this and you're upset by it, maybe you should do what your parents couldn't and help your children become emotionally healthy and confident adults. Another wrote, Dude, everyone getting all heated and they seem to forget that the Founding Fathers were running around in wigs and tights. And this one seemed to sum it all up for me. Quote, Y'all are wild. Sesame Street has always been about diversity and the American experience. Period. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't mind sharing it with your friends. I like to think of The Randy Report as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember... You can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time.